tag team action on this great card. Hillbilly Jim and Corporal Kirshner combine their talents as they square off against former tag team champions Nikolai Volkov, partner of this man, my guest at this time, the Iron Sheik. This is going to be like, like the old country when you go to Sacramento. You're absolutely right, Gene Min, a special state capital, San Coromanto, thousand, thousand, Iranian, Arab, Jew, everybody. If you don't mind, I want to say hello, khatmate, hamen sharavandagane, Iranian, aziz, salam arzbukaram, Allahu Akbar, ashhadu Allah, 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 Allah. No. You speak I, good English too, Sheik. Well, I prefer to speak my language first and then English. Now you listen what I say, English. But I heard recently that young all-American boy come to the Big Apple and thousand, thousand, anywhere I resting with him, thousand, thousand American flag, and that makes me sick. Now, the state capital of the California, San Cremento, Wednesday, March 5th, we're going to find out about the Russian man and the Aaron Sheik and the Halle Belly Jim and the corporate Halle Belly Jim, I know you're all American boy. I know all the farmer, pig people, are all whatever, corning, whatever. Pick up the cotton. No, in the state capital, San Coromanto. After I eat that suitcase with you. Levels. We're back, guys. Attention, Desert Order, season 25, episode 16. Woo! Oh, there we go. Check, check. Hold on. Bringing up the mic. Yes. Hello! We're back, guys. Attention, Desert Order. Woo! Uh, Saul here? <laughs> We're back, guys. Come on. Oh, man. Lots going on. Uh, we'll get uh, right into the movies in a second here. Uh, we got Iron Sheik's dead, guys. That's it. Uh, no more camel clutch, my friend. Uh, no more, uh, no more camel clutch. No more, uh, camel clutch. That's it, guys. Hulk Hogan broke out of it. Some of his tweets, dude, they were just off the chain, you know? Like, he's like, fuck you, Hulk Hogan. You're still just big pussy. He's <laughs> just fucking brutal, dude. It's like, dude, all, all the uh, old school '80s wrestlers are just dropping like flies, man. So, you know, Brutus the Barber, Beefcake, fucking Mr. Perfect, Mr. Wonderful. Uh, you know, it's like the list goes on. Bam, Bam Bigelow. 
Uh, is he still alive? No, I think he's dead. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, with Chris Benoit, you know, just crazy, crazy guys. Uh, that's the list of uh, all the wrestlers I know. Um, Andre the Giant. When Hulk Hogan goes, that's like it. Macho Man. Ultimate Warrior. You know, all these people. It's like, Jesus Christ. Man. <laughs> uh, all of our steroid-ridden, um, coked-out idols are dying from wrestling. <clears throat> you know, at least... At least The Undertaker and, like, Stone Cold. Can you fucking hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, now you can hear me. I was saying, fucking Roddy Piper died? Fuck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, all these people are just dropping. Or they have over the past, like, 20 years. You know, Honky Tonk Man. Yeah, no. he, he, dude, that didn't surprise me, though, because I always felt like he was a fucking old man when we were watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't uh, know how you felt about him, but I always felt uh, like he was a bit older out of the group. Like, he was a, kind of an old man. They like the mouth of the yeah. South, I think. I think Jerry Lawler is the only one still no, alive. No, still alive. Oh, okay. Jim still alive. Well, whatever. But I think, uh, I think uh, Jerry Lawler is the only old school wrestler still alive, basically, from back oh, then. Oh, fucking, who just fucking died just a couple weeks ago before fucking uh, the Iron Sheik. Um, um, Butch the Natural Reed. Ravishing Rick Rude? Ravishing Rick Rude's dead? I know, dude. Fucking. If it doesn't say simply ravishing on his tombstone, they've messed up. (laughs) You know, that's what it should say on his tombstone. Uh, Simply ravishing. Fucking Conor McGregor. I don't know if he's going to get sued, but I wouldn't surprise if he uh, did get sued. He was at uh, the playoff games, Miami Heat against the Denver Nuggets. And during, I believe it was a halftime show, the Miami Heat mascot and McGregor were supposed to do like a fake exhibition match where, of course, McGregor was supposed to knock out the... Introducing uh, Apple... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. And he fucking, he fucking actually hit the fucking guy inside the suit. The guy got hit, knocked him down. It literally fucked him up. And then when he was on the ground, McGregor fucking straight up hit him again. If it was a UFC fight. But the only thing. The the guy had to be hospitalized. The only thing I, I question about all of that is that he is filming a UFC movie right now. And so that could be part of the movie. That's what I'm thinking, because he is, um, he's starring in some cage fighting movie. So you think the ambulance and everything? Yes. Just for show, just to make it believable. I think they get a realistic crowd reaction. Yes. That would be believable, dude. With the shit people pull these days, dude. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they, um, they did the same thing with, uh, God, what was it? Uh, It was like. Fucking Barat when he fucking when fucking uh, Giuliani fucking oh I was trying to take out my mic bullshit dude you were lying down like he was about to get a no no not no not th- no I'm saying as far as um 
uh, fake sports stuff that has gone on recently um, in front of live audiences. God, what did, no, um, that's what they did uh, at WrestleMania. Uh, they did like some, uh, they did a wrestling match. Or no, no, it was UFC. That was right. That was UFC. They did a UFC match during yeah, UFC. or whatever the fuck is now. Yes, yes, yes. That's it. Yeah, so they did that. So he's filming Roadhouse. They're doing a Loadhouse. That's what it is. And and Conor McGregor is starring in Loadhouse. Loadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. Dude, that, that's what it is. That's exactly what they were filming right there was a roadhouse scene. Yeah. Because it's showing Conor McGregor because he's playing a UFC fighter in that movie. And he's supposed to be like some asshole, you know. Not Conor McGregor. But you know what I mean? Like his persona, his persona is just like this arrogant asshole. Yeah, pretty much Conor McGregor. <laughs> yeah. Like if you was to hear me say that, he'd probably like, fucking want to beat my ass, you know? Oh, so you think I'm a fucking asshole? Huh? I'm about to kick your fucking ass. So, like, hey, how about you do that and make me a fucking multimillionaire if I live? <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, okay, three, two, one. <gasps> That's not Introducing the one I to see. Apple Vision Pro. Dude, I'm buying this the thing. Era of spatial okay, when you saw this, hold on, hold on. It's like, hey, I'll put this on my head. When you put on Apple Vision Pro, you look like a complete fucking idiot. Your favorite apps live right. Oh my God, they're right in my face. But now they're in your space. Oh wow, I feel this so special. This is Vision OS. Apple's first Vision ever OS. spatial operating system. It's familiar, yet groundbreaking. No, it's not. You navigate with your eyes. Simply tap to select, flick to scroll, Whoa. and use your voice to dictate. Use your voice to dictate, but turn on magic. the TV. Apps have dimension. Whoa. React to light. But you still look like an idiot. Even though these spatial experiences... <laughs> That's the problem with all that stuff. You look like a moron. Looks, sounds, and feels like they are physically there. I'm like, Steve Jobs would have never the let this go. Apple Vision Pro is that you're not isolated from other people. When someone else is... <laughs> dude, dude they, show, they show her talking to somebody with this fucking stupid thing on their head like it's normal. Because your eyes are projected onto the screen. So it looks like they're just floating. It's not your real eyes, you know? It's projected versions of your eyes. So you're just all... Dang. <laughs> Like I said, I'd rather have a hollow lens. Uh, and they can see you. <laughs> and they can see you. Because you're $3,400, though, man. That's going to sell out really fast. Watch. Uh, it'll sell out. I don't know. In this, in this economy, I think it's questionable. <clears throat> Uh, not around here with all these dumb influencers and stuff. They'll buy it, oh, sell yeah, it out. Yeah, they'll buy it to. Dumb influencers. <clears throat> oh yeah, they'll buy it to sell it out because they have expendable money, <clears throat> right? 
So it's like, oh, cool, hey. No, exactly. And, uh, yeah, it'll sell out in this region. I'm pretty sure. It's only going to be in America, and it's going to sell out. People are like, oh, people thought a $1,000 phone was insane, right? And now now they're buying them like fucking hotcakes. Like, oh, that's nothing. You know? This is going to be more like the uh, iPad uh, Pro Max, I think. Uh, I think he went away, guys. We'll see if we can call him back. But let me get my levels back here. Checking it. There we go. What's up? Check, check. Yo, check. yo, yo. Check, check, check. Hello? Check. Check off's gun. You got the touch. Hello? Yo, I see you. Do you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me now? So here we go. Um, where's the... Like the iPad Pro or the iPad breakdown. Limited by a display. Let me see if they have it here. No, it's just a commercial. Oh, here it is. The technology. Boom. All right. To convincingly place content in your space took thousands of groundbreaking innovations and custom technologies. In custom technology that Steve Jobs would have never let us do. Yeah, it's hilarious. Like, all these people showed up in Cupertino, and they're literally laughing at this thing. And when the uh, when the price tag hit, it shows people's reactions like, ooh. Yeah, like, not good. <clears throat> it's not good, but it's not for the average consumer. People want everything to be for the average consumer now. It's not. iPhone, yeah, like, cell phones are. Bro, when they put it in your fucking face, like, why don't you own this? What is one to do, bro? What do you expect? I know, dude. Don't we need to own it. That shit with devices like a motherfucker. We need to own these devices because they shove them in our faces. Oh, God damn it. I fall oh, for it sometimes. It's just a mere observation, man. No, I know, I know. <clears throat> I know, but it, it, it is true. That's all I've been seeing is that fucking thing. And I got to tell you, in my personal opinion, it's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> What, I want to check it out. I'd rather have a HoloLens. Put it this way. HoloLens <clears throat> is already on its third generation of development. They are being used constantly by the United States military. How's that whole uh, military contract going with uh, the United States there, Apple? Oh, what? Oh, you don't have one? Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry about that. Keep playing with your little stupid foo-foo fucking toys. They put out an iPad. And when they put it out, it wasn't even a fully functioning fucking unit. It's a fucking giant iPad or giant iPhone, rather. So I got a big time bone to pick with their expensive pieces of shit. Well, yeah, and it's they a, um... their version of a HoloLens. And to me, it's like too little, too late. I'd rather have an Oculus before I'd have one of those, brother. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm going to check it out. The only oh, thing no. the only thing is the VR VR makes me nauseous. I mean, make no mistake, dude. If I had the opportunity, <laughs> if someone offered me a free, yes, <clears throat> I, I would take it. But I'm, I'm saying like, um, the thing with VR is I get nauseous within 15 minutes. If this, they say this is almost one to one with movement, to where it almost it eliminates the nausea that people get with VR and AR. I don't know, dude. I think that you might still get. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I want to check it out. I'm like, okay, let me be the test of this shit. And if I come out with a splitting headache like I do with fucking VR, 
with the PlayStation and the um and the uh what's the other one? God damn it. The Oculus. <clears throat> the Oculus is really heavy on my head. The like the V2, I've tried that. I'm like, okay. Oh dude, that was another thing I noticed. I thought to myself, man, can you imagine waking up with a sore neck and kind of wondering why the fuck your neck hurts and then it dawns on you, what that is fucking headgear on my head for like well, yeah. four or five fucking hours. It's like basically like tie a weight to your forehead and be like, okay, here we go, dude. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll be like VR training with people with weights on their forehead in the military and shit. They're cool. Yeah. You will learn how to use these tactical headgear. Yeah, they'll be like five pound weights so when they put the VR on, it'll be like a fu- like nothing. Yeah, dude. You totally. know? And they'll be able to fucking like, <laughs> you know, take shit out drone flying. Yeah, it's exactly like PT and weight conditioning in the military. Yeah, that way when you wear all this fucking gear, but they'll yeah. a lot longer than the average person. Well, well, yeah, they'll, they'll tie a weight to their forehead and make them go swimming. Yeah. Like that fucking lead weight my dad put on that door so the door closed automatic in my parents' kitchen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I see the world with incredible. Move forward, even if you want to quit. Nope, that lead weight's making you move forward, motherfucker. <clears throat> It is. So, if this Apple device uh, can eliminate nausea, then I'll check it out. I'm not going to buy one ever. But I, I would check it out at the store. I'm back. Oh, and the 3D movies are supposed to be cool on it. You're supposed to be able to have an 85-inch screen, uh, whatever you want. So, I don't know. It's for it's for like it's it's for the rich man. To, like they'll have it lying around in their house. Like oh, we got three of these. The kids love them. <laughs> well, you know, like I mean, it's it is the future. I'm not going to deny that. Like you know, there's going to be a lot more. I mean, I've I've already seen. You know, once again, not to bring it up. You know, to be against Apple's product, but yeah, I've seen where Hololens, um. HoloLens is being used by General Motors, Raytheon, fucking Lockheed Martin, fucking all of these companies. And what they do is they they use HoloLens to like break down an engine all in virtual, you know, reality and like engineering. It's just insane to watch that shit. But I do agree with you in the idea that this new headset, this new Apple headset. Yeah, it, it it isn't it isn't marketed for everybody. It's definitely marketed towards people that have the jang, dude, because fuck. I'm still trying to get an Xbox fucking Series X. Uh they're around, I guess. Right? They're around. What's that? The the Series X's. Oh yeah, no, I could get one. I'm just saying I you know, as far as money wise. Like, I'm looking to where I'd like to afford to buy a new, you know, Series X, let alone a $3,500 fucking headset. Yeah, it's like, it's such a, uh, uh, what's it called? A luxury device. These are all luxury devices. These aren't, you know, just like a Series X. A Series X is a luxury device. People want them to come down in price. It's like, come on, these aren't for, like, everyday use. Yeah, and on the, you know, subject of pricing, I mean... The Xbox One or Xbox Series X, 
that fucking, you know, some may argue, well, that's kind of pricey for a video game console. It's like, dude, that's basically a fucking PC, man. Yeah, it's a high-end PC because I'm running Diablo. Like, you you know, if you wanted something that was as powerful as that in a PC, you'd probably be forking out about $1,500, dude. Yeah, for, for me, I, I like the, uh, the simplicity of it. And... Uh, I'm playing Diablo, and there's so much shit going on screen. Like, in the old days, it'd be like, you'd start chugging, you know? It's just yeah, running, like, smooth as butter, dude. It's like, and there's, like, 30 or 40 enemies or more on screen just exploding and dying and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, the the, uh, the website for the Series X, uh, it's pretty cool because you can click on the image of the Series X console, and it, like, comes apart. So yeah. See all the internals and shit. I'm like, dude, that is fucking cool. And uh, that's when I was like, it's a fucking PC. I mean, oh yeah, it never really was more than ever. It's oh yeah, yeah, it's a PC. And the um, yeah, it has it has a Windows operate. And the um, yeah, they took it apart. They took it apart in a live video before they released it too. For my computer nerd friends out there, I wonder if they can fucking actually make those dual boot. Where you, you turn it on and it's like, do you want to run Windows 11 or do you want to run the Xbox operating system. I'm sure. I'm sure it's been hacked, dude. And you can do that. <clears throat> Luck having it serviced after that. You went broke the seal, son. You know, I'm. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you know what you're doing, I'm sure you can just do all that shit with it. Yeah. And like but, I always said, you know, I do a lot of installation, and I do have the opportunity to work with a lot of cool technology. But as I always say, instead of trying to be some fucking boastful douchebag that thinks they know it all, I always say. I know enough about computers to get me in trouble. <laughs> no shit. So if someone's going to drop a ball and fucking botch a fucking hacking an Xbox One X, even though I follow the instructions to the T, yeah, it'd be me. <laughs> oh, no, I've done, dude, I've easily done, and this is being realistic. And some people, well, that doesn't sound like much. Yeah, it fucking is. I've easily done 500. Easily 500 reinstalls from Windows 7 all the way up to Windows 11, dude. Easily. And that is a lot of fucking reinstalls. Someone might say, that's not that much. It really is. That's not that much. Like, I've seen that movie thousands of times. I doubt you have really seen that movie 1,000 times. Okay, here we go. Speaking of a movie and reinstalls of a movie. Nice. Three. Where we go? Two. One. 1994. New York. Transformers. Rise of the Beasts. There we go, that's it. Uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast, set in 1994, opens up with uh, Wu-Tang Clan. Um, uh, yes. Well, it opened up with uh, Unicron eating a planet. You know, and 3D IMAX, that looked cool. Unicron looks sick. He's just all he is is like blades and shit digging into the planet. He's like, wah, 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 wah. and a huge fucking, um, you know. 
Yeah, well, this. Yeah. Dude, the action figure of this version of Unicron would look insane. It has blades and shit. It's all dark and black, and he, all you see is his eyes. Uh, no. You only see it in its planet form, and it sends out, um, uh, what were the things that it sent out? Not Decepticons. The Matrix? Uh, they had that. But it sent out, um, let me see, let me look them up. Uh, it sent out those. But those are like real, but those are almost like orbs. Uh... Okay, let me see here. Here we go. I did see where people are saying that this just trumps all fucking Michael Bay Transformers, though. Uh, I don't know about that, man. Just because okay. there's just because there's no what, uh, um, what's her face bending over in a car? Oh, it's so much better because there's no exploitation of women's asses in every scene. You know, all the Michael Bay Transformers like. Okay, come up this way, boys. And it's a chicken short shorts, and he's just camera panning right, right on her ass going up the stairs, dude. Uh, and it turns out she's like a Transformer. Okay, here we go. Um, during the 90s, a new faction. Uh, during the 90s, a new faction of Transformers, the Maximals, joins the Autobots as allies in the battle for Earth. Okay, rise. I'm trying to see what they are. Maximals. Okay, um. I'm trying to read, uh. Receptionist, Bishop, New York officer. I'm trying to remember what these fucking things were called. God damn it. Receptacons? I think they're like toilets. Basically, the judges, you know. Yeah, so it's one guy, and he has um, symbols. He he welds uh, the symbols of the Autobots and the the primes that he has killed. So it almost like almost like badges. He welds them onto the side of his shoulder. So he has the uh, you know like the optim like the prime symbol. <clears throat> so this guy's a badass. He's been going around. And so the, his first confrontation with Optimus Prime, Optimus Prime's like, this cannot be. He's like, how does it feel? He's like, I like to see the look on the face of inferior beings. He's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's holding Prime down. Are we talking about, are we talking about those fucking ones that spin faces and shit? They have different faces and shit? No, these guys aren't spinning faces. It might have been a version of them. But uh, and then they 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 rip down with scorpions. There are these scorpion type fucking beasts, and then there were these other beasts that had like blade hands, and they're almost like uh, like the little like you know like this this um the like the throwaway trooper guys that just like nah, they run at you in groups you know and you just throw them off you. You know they had those guys popping out. Unicron was just sho shoving out all this stuff. And there were three, three, um, Receptacons. I, that's what I'm calling them now. And, uh, and so, the, and they were just brutal. Like, one of them <clears throat> had a ball and chain with a magnet on it. And then the ball would grab stuff. So he grabs a cement pillar and just wings it around. And bashes it into Optimus, but Optimus cuts it in half. 
He's like, I'm coming after you, you know, because he's never gotten his ass kicked. And this dude just, the boosh, fucking knocks him on his ass, dude. Uh, it was pretty funny. And, uh, and so, like, it starts off with the kid trying to steal a car. And that car happens to be Mirage. Right? And so, like, so he tries to steal it, and then the, the door's lock again. He pops it, and the door's lock again. You know, because it's Mirage. And then he pops it, and then he lets him in, and then he locks the doors and doesn't let him out. <laughs> Almost like one of those fucking hidden camera shows. Yeah, and then uh, and then a security guard. He's like, hey, hey, you know. He's like, fuck. Now I'm getting busted for stealing a car. But before that, he's like, I can't steal, man. I gotta get out of here. You know, I'm a good guy. You know, he has to say that. And then the Autobot. And then so uh, one of the beacons, like there's a um, in the beginning of the movie, there's there's a it's basically a beacon that can open a portal for them to get home. You know, he's like, I shouldn't have taken us so far from home. So this is the 90s. This is right after, uh, this is right after Bumblebee. Did you watch Bumblebee, the movie? This is, uh, no, this is, this is taking place right after the Bumblebee movie, where Bumblebee fucks a teenage girl. And then, so Bumblebee's still... chronological relativity. Yeah. So this is almost like a reboot of the whole series. So now, because, you know, it's like, why not? And so then, um, <clears throat> the opening shot is the, uh, the... Yeah, I mean, because you gotta, like, restart somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the opening shot is the Maximals fighting these, uh, the, the, um, Recepticons. And they're just, uh, like, beating the shit out of each other. And one of the Maximals gives the, uh, gives Opti uh, Optimus Primal the key. And he's, like, a huge gorilla dude. And so Optimus Primal takes it, and this yeah, guy's like, "Yeah." Statue you took a picture of that fucking looks real as hell. Yeah, he he's he's fucking crazy in real life. He's huge, and these are supposed to be real life depictions of these characters. Uh, maybe like half scale. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they're I think they're bigger, but uh, how they were in the movie, they're bigger. So they have. Um, so yeah. So he gives them that thing, and then he's like. Then he's like, dish, dish, dish. he's like, Maximal. So this, uh, I forget what's his name, Silverback. Uh, Silverback man. He's like, armors up and starts chasing the dude. And the, and the um, guy's like, so you, are the op so you are the prime of this world. He's like, yes, and I will take you. I was like, and he's like, he boom, stabs him right in the gut with a blade. The fucking ape has no choice. The ape just dead. And then he... Uh, and then he blasts his arm oh, so off. So it's the typical, like, oh, so you're the badass. Yeah, and as a matter of... <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, and dish, he takes him out. They're fucking, they're like, who the fuck are you? And the guy's like, who the fuck am I? I'm the guy who's going to save all of your ass. And then he gets grabbed. Yep. yep. <laughs> and then, like, boom, he gets stabbed in the chest. And then he shoots, uh, he lasers off, like, pat through his chest into his arm. So his arm's hanging off. And he's like, I thought you would have been a better choice. And then grabs him <clears throat> and rips off his head. So it's like, when he rips his head off, you hear his spine. You hear his spine. So it's really like violent. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. You hear his spine. 
And then he uh, then he pulls off the um, his, uh, his his signia and puts it on him, melds it on his side. So this guy's a fucking brutal like a trophy dude. Or what? Huh? Yeah. Like a trophy? Okay. Uh, Optimus Prime rips someone's head off too. It's all yeah. No, maybe he doesn't rip his head. Maybe he crushes his head. I forget. But uh, he destroys these motherfuckers. And uh, he, he even kills, um, spoiler alert, he kills uh, uh, Bumblebee. But you know what happens towards the end. But still, <clears throat> you think he's dead. Because uh, they get in that big fight, right? Because they're looking for the key. The Mexican dude happens to be in the same place. When he goes back looking for the key now, he finds out after he talks to Mirage and the Autobots and stuff. Like, who's this motherfucker, you know? You brought a human here, especially a Mexican? You know, so Optimus Prime wasn't having that. And Optimus Prime is sounding a little rough in the voice. He's like, Autobots! Yeah, you're like, oh, Jesus. So uh, so they let the Mexican kid run in, and he, they want him to steal the uh, piece of the key. But other, the, the uh, curator, another chick, is like, no, nah, you can't have it. So they're fighting back and forth. The Recepticons show up. They get in the big fight with all the Autobots, start kicking the Autobots' ass uh, to the point to where he's about to... <laughs> Um, kill uh, Optimus Prime. He's like, he's like. I thought this would have been a challenge for you, being a Prime. And he's about to rip his head off. And then uh, Eagle, I forget his name. A big old hawk comes in, flames like napalm. Gish! And like, are we gonna kill him or what? He's like, we got what we came for. So they stole the half of the key. They talked to Eagle Man. I forget what it is. It's a fucking eagle. And their faces move. It's all these like it's like thirty mechanical parts when their their mouths move. It's all fourteen, fourteen, me. So, so when they're talking, so then like they they team up with Eagle Man. Then they meet the uh, beasts. So now it's Optimus Prime and Optimus Primal, and all the beasts are teaming up to take on uh, Unicron and the three uh, Receptacons. It's just a huge battle at the end. IMAX 3D. It looked amazing. Uh, and also, um, what was the other one? Yeah, IMAX 3D, and I saw it in Prime. Dude, that thing was rocking. <clears throat> when they show, uh, Unicron, your sheet's, your sheet is shaking. Your seat's shaking for at least 10 minutes. For, uh, during the fight scene. It's just like, so it's worth it totally seeing it in Optimus Primal. Or in, uh. What's it called? I'm trying to see. So yeah, so people liked it. <clears throat> six out of six. Pretty good reviews. Uh, is there any violence? No. Uh, kid playing a Game Boy game plays unable to beat Bowser. The film is set in '94. None of Super Mario Brothers games for Game Boy in existence at the time had Bowser as their villain. Additionally, the sound effects heard were of an NES, not a Game Boy. People are such nerds. That's <laughs> not a Game Boy. <laughs> it's just not even worth fucking... Playing. I know, exactly. That's not a... That's a... I would tell that person to shut the fuck up in the middle of his sentence. And also, the guy, shut the fuck up, man. He's like telling himself to shut up. 
<laughs> He's all, well, the Game Boy's like, meh, meh, and that's a meh, 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 meh. It's like, who gives a shit? $200 million budget, dude. This thing has grossed $34 million worldwide so far, and that's within three days. It came out, yeah. But uh, if you want to see cool special effects... It's going to hit the billion dollar mark? Yeah, easy. But th- by the end, with all sales done with videos and everything, yeah. Oh, yeah, merchandising, blah, yep. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. Licensing, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, billion, billion dollars. No, yeah. And when it hits China, it's usually bigger in um, world and world markets be supplied here. I don't know if it's in China yet. How much they're going to cut that one up? Do they show any like... Um, I'm trying to think if they show... Cut crap like that out. I'm trying to think if they show China. They usually go, let's go to China, you know, and all these big budget movies for no reason, just because they want China to... Just China's ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do it all the time. They're like, hold on, let's go to China. But uh, I don't know if they did... Shanghai, China, Zhangxi, progress. Yeah, I don't know if they did go to China. They did go to um uh uh. They did go to uh um where where the um. Like the Aztec temples in Puerto uh God damn it, Puerto Rico. I think they did go there, and they and they no they're at the Mayan ruins. They landed a plane at the Mayan ruins, way up on top of the mountains there. What was the name of that old plane, that transformer plane? Uh. Uh, it was a the, bomber. Warplane? Yeah, the warplane. He was in there. Let me look it up real quick. <clears throat> he's like, hey, it's just me. And he's like, lands. It was like zero or something like I that. I forget his name. It's like, it's me, Captain blah, blah, blah. And uh, he lands and does like a somersault and shit while he's transforming. It's like, and they're like, fuck, we got to fly in this dude. So, uh, so they all fly in him. Um, yeah, the cargo plane. It was like a military transport plane, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a B-52 It was what? I thought it was like a B-52 or something. Yeah, yeah. It was like that, but it had the wings attached at the end. It was a B-52, but, but it was like a cargo plane version. There were no guns on it that I saw. Maybe they, they dumbed it down. Maybe they made it more tame, you know, so it's like kid-friendly. I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now, and for some reason, I'm, like, totally coming up zero. Like, it won't fucking tell me. Okay, so I give it a four to five eye holes, four to five ear holes, and about three to five cut-off arms. And, uh, oh, when I was, uh, when I was, when I went to go see it in, uh, Prime, I parked in this parking garage, right? Like, next to the mall. And the security guard dude in a truck, I swear to God... I'm sitting there. I'm like, do do do, you know, like getting shit out of the trunk of my car, like putting stuff in my backpack. And uh, you know, I, I was smoking a bowl earlier, like five minutes before he even showed up. And then, but he saw me, and then he comes back around and he parks like twenty feet away from me, or no, like ten feet away from me. But like he'll st- he stopped in the middle, like if you're coming around the corner of a parking garage, right? And he stopped. Like right there with his car idling. I didn't look at him. I just saw him out of the corner of my eye. You know, I didn't stare at him once. I was just like just doing my shit like I didn't notice him. But I'm like, what the fuck, man? Oh, he was watching you? Yeah, he was sitting there, parked his truck because he saw me 
he drove around. I was in my car and I was eating a burger. And then he came around again, but he just parked there and stood there while I was like, you know, like putting shit in my backpack, you know, and like just killing time before the movie. And he just stood there, stood there. But I noticed him out of the corner of my eye, but I didn't like look at him or do anything. <laughs> I totally just ignored him. He wanted to be like trying to be intimidating and have me look up and go, oh, what? You know, I was just like, do, do, do. It's some black dude. No, dude, that's awesome. Don't give him the fucking satisfaction. No. Yeah. And then, uh, and then some, because I was parked next to some construction dudes. They were doing construction. They came up, right? And uh, were like, we're getting into their cars and stuff. And they, and, and then the security guard is parked at the other end. He got out of his car and was walking around, I guess. Like at the under end of the garage, I could see him. And then I left with the construction dude, so it made it look like I was part of their crew. I was like, oh, he must have been. <laughs> but like, oh, just to make him feel like a jackass. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, just the shit you have to go through, it's hilarious. I'm like, man, I'm just trying to sit here. He's like, oh, let's see what this guy's going to do here. Right. But he parked like, if you were to come around the corner... And just stop in the middle of a parking garage and just sit there for five minutes. Luke is a her. I was like, what dude, the I'm fuck, man? I'm in security man? and I don't do that shit, dude. I but just... you're also, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you, yeah. So that was funny. Uh, so, oh, and then I'm. And... Fucking some fucking dude fucking trying to give me the fucking suspicious evil eye in a fucking golf cart, though. Because that's what I drive around in the property. <laughs> Motherfucker, oh, what the... Holy shit. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I've gotten, I've gotten squirrely in that fucker, dude, and it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, mother... They have a... <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's... Fa- and then, okay, so at the end, Transformers, guys, okay? So, boom, saves the world. Oh, hey. And then he comes into this uh, office... He's like, hey, we like what you do. It's like, oh, do you? Yeah. We think, uh, we saw, um, we saw what you did, uh, earlier. Like, yeah, so isn't that cool? Or, yeah. So we'd like you to join our team. Like, what team? Like, oh, really? Like, oh, yeah, it's a Transformers team. No, it's not. What? Is that what you thought, really? Trans Joe, dude. Trans Joe is what it's going to be called. Yeah, dude, someone's pissed. I saw someone ranting about how a female snake eyes? What the fuck? I'm like, dude, don't even, like, I haven't looked to G.I. Joe since the first G.I. Joe movie came out. I went and paid money to see it. And oh, yeah. Pissed. Sna- snake thighs. <laughs> Fucking stupid. And then the Snake Eyes movie, bro, still haven't seen it. Dude, snake thighs. Jesus Christ. Snake thighs. <laughs> Come here, meat boy. So yeah, so so it was a GI Joe, and people were like, oh man, in the theater. Oh, were they like cool or like oh? They were just like, mm, I don't know about that. 
Hang on a second now. Who was it that, can you guess who it was? Was it Duke? Was it General Hawk? Who was it that was like, yeah, we saw what you did? Uh, I think it was a nobody. It did, it wasn't it wasn't like in anybody dressed like a GI Joe guy. It was a guy in a business suit. In a suit or what? Yeah, he was in a business suit. If it was Hawk or somebody, I wouldn't know because they didn't be like, "Hey, I'm Hawk." Or like I like they didn't say their name or their name didn't register when they did say it, you know? Like, "Hey, that's General Ting Chong Chang," you know. Well, let me ask you something. Was was he with the redhead? Was one no, no, no. He wasn't with anybody. It was him in an office. Then he opens the door. He's like, welcome to the crew. And then it says something like G.I. Joe. Or some sh- I forget where it says it. Because uh, I'm so, like in shock. I'm like, come on. So we're going to have G.I. Joe with Transformers, dude. <sighs> so I'll be there opening day. IMAX 3D. I might have to see that one just so I can talk shit and actually have seen it to have the right to talk shit. G.I. Joe Transformers movie. So lame. Dude, I'll be, it's going to be so stupid. It, or it might be great. You never know. No, I'm saying I'm so lame. Oh. Said. Go you, and watch the movie just so I can talk shit on it and be justified because I actually saw it. You can hate watch it. You'd be like, fuck this stupid fucking. Just going with the chip <laughs> on your like, shoulder. <laughs> leave, as soon as this fucking shit is over Hawkeye doesn't walk that way uh, The armband's on the wrong side Of fucking temp Of uh, blood man What? <laughs> <laughs> hey Zaymot doesn't talk like that See but honestly <laughs> When I was a kid dude I read the comic books before the fucking cartoon came out No, I'm okay? sure and I'm not playing, dude. That was what was fucking rad about G.I. Joe. Is, you know, people, oh, G.I. Joe. It's like, you fucking moron. That is like, in real life, that would be what is called a tier one operator. So, in other words, you're a bad motherfucking Marine, dude. You were in recon. You've been career for going on 15 years. Are you ready to do something else? Yo, Joe. Exactly. Best Navy SEALs, best fucking Delta Force operators. Best infantrymen, best dude. heavy machine gunners. Skid Mark was the best, the best skid marker. Best dude, best fucking cook. That's what oh, bar- barbecue. Like, hey, kids, shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah, he's the best <laughs> firefighter. It's like, hey, I'm the best firefighter. I used to start the fires, kids. Chris, but understand, that was when G.I. Joe was just, ah, I don't know, let's just put a fucking firefighter in there at that point. You know what I mean? As opposed to, like, in the beginning. Remember the first wave of G.I. Joes? It was actually like, yeah, they were like army uniformed, like elite soldiers of the time. Yeah, I know. I remember. And then they started coming out like, yeah, oh, we got to have a firefighter. We got to we got to have a fucking we got to have a fucking uh, pastry (laughs) chef. (laughs) They did. They just yeah, it was so it was they got all Smurfs with it. Yeah, dude, it's like how many fucking medics are you going to come out with? In all reality, a lot of special operators are already, you know, if not, they're pretty much close to being rated corpsmen, and that's, you know, a medic. Because they're trained in first aid like a motherfucker. You better know how to fucking plug up a gunshot wound if you're going into some action. And it's like, what the fuck do you need another medic for? 
Uh, I have no idea why they do. Anyway, so Transformers, at the end, there's a lead into a G.I. Joe Transformers movie. <laughs> He's right, fucking. So the next movie. So this is goddamn. Okay, here we go, guys. I have a new car at Sirius Radio, so I've just been obsessed. Okay, so we're going to um, uh, the Flaming Hot story, guys. Have you seen that? Yes. <laughs> Have you? I know about it, but I'm not interested in watching it. Uh, it's actually pretty good, man. I watched it. Um, I get it because I mean, you're you know you're a fucking critic, so you literally go out and see everything. I don't see everything. Well, no, I wanted to see this one. With uh, see everything. I remember when you fucking wasted my fucking like two hours of my life making me watch Ice Storm. I'll never believe that. You know that? The Ice Storm. Here we go, guys. Well, you still remember, don't you? Seinfeld reruns, motherfucker. You still want? You still remember Ice Storm with the kids skidding to an end? Here we go, guys. <laughs> Ice Storm, guys. Deficit pick of the week, guys. Uh, three out of five kids skidding to an end. Yeah, it's a p- p- and the kid's like, oh, here we go, guys. So, this Mexican dude, it's basically, um, like, what's up, fool. Uh, if you see that on Hulu. 70s, early air, 80s, fucking suburban family bullshit. Uh, no, this isn't in the 90s. It wasn't in the 90s, it was in the 80s, dude. Was it? It took place in the 80s. Did it? Let me think. Station wagons and shit. Yeah, dude, fucking Sigourney Weaver was a cocksucker. No, no, I'm talking, I'm sorry, I'm talking about Flamin' Hot, sorry. (laughs) I'm not talking about Ice Star. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Okay, let me just the right <laughs> Okay, so um <coughs> Ice Storm, Flaming Hot. It's a mixture, guys. So um yeah, Ice Storm guys. Woo! Okay, I have a hard out at 815. But we're fine. <coughs> uh, they have um uh what's it called? So the guy's a Mexican dude, 90s. He, uh, he's like a vato, you know, doing gang shit. He can't get a real job. He's trying to get jobs. You know, they show him, like, as an upstanding guy. He's probably just fucking dealing drugs the whole time. But in the movie, <clears throat> they show him just, like, trying to make ends meet, you know, his wife and stuff. And his wife's like... And they met when they were kids, and they had, like... Uh, they were both abused as kids, and they had that in common. And so him and the wife, like, she became a chola, he became a vato, and then they grew up and had kids... Uh, but they're still down with all the vatos, locos in the neighborhood. <clears throat> so uh, one of his vato homies got him a uh, job at Frito-Lay. And, uh, and he wanted to learn how to operate the machinery. <clears throat> and the black guy from the Allstate commercials. you seen that guy, right? 
He's like, wait, I'm in an Allstate commercial. So the black guy. About the guy who's like been in hell of movies. Yeah, yeah, that tall black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's. Yeah, so he's the uh, engineer. And so he's the engineer of the thing. And so that. um, So Allstate. Uh, he's the engineer, and he's like, okay, I guess you can shadow me. And so the guy learns all the machinery really well, and he learns, and he, then he learns how to stack everything. Then he notices that nothing's out there for the Mexican guy. You know, he's like, who's gonna buy fucking Cool Ranch? You know, Doritos. And then some white lady comes up, like, oh, thank you. You know, and then uh, <laughs> he's like, we're gonna, there's nothing for us, is it? So he gets the idea um, from them, you know, how like all the Mexicans spicing up all their own foods, you know, like the fruits and all that stuff from the carts and everything. So he's like, fuck, he's like, why don't we do that with chips? You know, he's like, we spice everything else up. <clears throat> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You eat all that shit. So, uh, <clears throat> so they, st- so he gets the idea. So he, him and his wife, they buy all this shit. They try to make it like a salsa. And then they're like, no, no, we need to make a powder. So they make their own like uh, recipe with a powder. <clears throat> and then they, uh, then they get the idea of rolling it. And they roll it around in a uh, in a, a bag. They get like a bingo roller and roll it around in there. And they then added the cocaine and boom, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they added the coca ese, and so they made them. And then they go to the head of um. Uh, he call. He sneaks into the office of the VP. Huh? Was it Frito Lay or? It's Frito Lay. Yeah. He, okay. he, he sneaks into the office and gets the uh, president's number and calls him directly and tells him he has a great idea. And the president's like, all right, send me some shit. So he sends him the boxes of the samples he has. And then he's like, fuck, dude, these are fucking killer. And he's like, we're, you know, he's like, we're, we're, uh, we're having an untapped market. And so then the, um, so then he, he takes, uh, he goes oh, down to the plant. Mexicans in America. Well, yeah, he goes down to the plant. And he likes the uh, he likes the idea of giving the people what they want, because that's how he grew up and everything, and blah blah blah. <clears throat> I understand about getting what you want. I was a spoiled bastard all my life. He's like, yes, my dad owned Frito Lay, and uh, he passed it on to me. And uh, yeah, so. Oh, but that is cool. If that really is part of like the true story, and he like, yeah, everyone deserves a shot. Well, this yeah, this is what happened. So That's so he cool, bro. so he went down there, and the guy pitched him the idea, saying, "Hey, man, there's blah blah blah," and and he's like, "Okay," he's like, "I believe in him." He's like, "Let's start an order and see what happens." So they started the flaming hot Cheetos, and uh, and they started not selling at first. But then he got the idea of giving him out for free in the Mexican neighborhoods. So he got all his Vato friends together and all the family members, and they were just handing him out at parks and stuff. And then they wanted more, so they would go to the stores and buy more. So the, all the Vatos turned into Frito-Lay drug dealers. They're like, the first one's for free, I say. So you got to go buy the other ones. <laughs> so they had the... Uh, so then that boosted the market a lot. From them going out and because there was no advertising for it, you know. So he uh, he boosted the market that way, and then they started flying off the shelves, and then by the end he ordered five million 
units of uh, Frito-Lay. He's like, fuck. He's like, all right, cool. And then he became the head of um, uh, Mexican marketing or ethical marketing or some shit like that. Right? And so he's the reason why there's spicy shit everywhere. He's the one who went spicy this, but, you know, everything that has spices on it and chips and popcorn and drinks and all that stuff. Like the Mountain Dew oh, so spice. I'm the one to fucking sue for my kid having ulcers from eating all those fucking talkies. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I don't know if he did talkies. I think talkies are like, they're like a Mexican version. You know, like, oh, you want a Mexican to do white people shit? You know what I mean? Like, you want a Mexican to do white people shit? There's a Mexican doing Mexican shit. So um, that's what Takis are. So Takis are like the, the Mexican version of, you know, Frito-Lays. Or, you know. Uh, and then, so, so yeah, so he did the spicy, um, spicy everything. Everything that's spicy now is basically his idea. The spicy Mountain Dews, the spicy um, sweets, the spicy uh, margarita, rim salt shit, all that stuff. So he made a billion dollar industry out of this stuff. And there he is. Now he's like a multi-billionaire. And it shows him like, you know, because he knows he came from the bottom. So he's in a super ha- fancy restaurant. He's walking out, tipping the busboy a hundred bucks, tipping the waiter a hundred bucks, you know, tipping the, the valet a hundred bucks, you know. He's just like, I know where I came from, host. These guys are nobody. Look at me. And that's uh, Flaming Hot, guys. He seems like a cool guy in the movie. I don't know. He might have been a complete ass. Like, fuck you, I say! He's like pulling blades on people. But uh, his version, like they'd have the Mexican version of the board meeting. You know, he, like they, uh, of them talking about him. Because be, he would narrate it. And so it'd be white guys going, Oh, the lejones, we gotta get this vato signed up. And they'd be acting all odele and all, but they'd be white. It'd be he'd be mouthing all their versions. But say totally, we're gonna pull a blade on you, hoes. Just hilarious shit. Uh, where else? What do I rate this thing, guys? Two to five ear holes. Two to five eye holes. Two to five spicy chili packs. Or kids being called wetbacks. He's like, Dad, what's a wetback? You don't have to deal with that anymore, is he? You don't have to deal with being called a wetback, is he? <laughs> oh my god. Everything's perfect, Ons. Everything. You don't have to deal with that, Ons. No more. So sang it with emotional feelings and whatnot. Here we go. The machine. Oh, did I see the machine yet? Hold on. No, you ain't been paying it <laughs> What? Okay, the machine with Burt Kreischer. Funny. <clears throat> you know who Burt Kreischer is, right? Nomalos. Maybe not. But Burt Kreischer is the machine. 
And so, I don't know, the movie mm, had some funny parts, but overall it wasn't that great. <clears throat> overall it was just like, eh. Try to find the fucking... There we go, boom. Joseph Tapiazzi as the boss. The Machine. Starring Bert Kreischer as himself. Stealing from the Russian mob. Stole a watch. Years ago. Now they want it back. And they're hunting him down. That's it, guys. That's the machine. And then Bert's like, you know, the whole movie. Uh, and then he throws up in his own hand, punches some dudes out. Uh, who's his dad? Luke Skywalker's his dad. Um, what else happens? Uh, Russian mafia, Russian mob. Is it the perfect time to put out this movie? Yes. Why not? The Matchin. It was okay though. Had some good, uh, good fight scenes, some good violence. Pretty high budget for a, a low budget comedy. But I don't know. There's something missing. I don't know what it was. Maybe I'm so used to Bert because I've seen him a lot. I didn't hit because I know him. I was watching him so much. So you have two to five arrows, two to five eye holes, two to five thrown punches. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't feeling it. Maybe I have to watch it again. But I don't know. Um, okay, one more before we get out of here. Then we'll do top five. I don't know, guys. <clears throat> Have you seen it? Anybody seen it? No. I don't know what's up with this fucking... I don't know what's up with that fucking soundtrack. <clears throat> Let's see here. What's the other one? Oh, here we go. Boogeyman, Rob Zombie. Why does it never come up? God damn it. Oh, well. Because you fucking don't know how to mix. Huh? Uh, well, because you don't fucking know how to mix. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, uh, Boogeyman. That's all right. PG-13 comedy about a baby eater. They could have made it really violent. So don't cry as a baby, or the boogeyman will come out of the closet and eat you. <clears throat> uh, PG-13 rated horror movie. Came out a little while ago. Stephen King story. Uh, this weird creature lives in your um, closet. 
and it like mimics you and your parents and stuff. So it sounds like your mom or dad. It's like, come here, come here, come here. Like, huh? And if you're a little kid, you know, you're stupid, right? You're like two or three years old or even a baby. Like, shh, I'm your mommy now. And then it eats you. Then the baby's missing. So then, uh, so then, so the family's uh, traumatized. Uh, they move to another uh, area. The boogeyman uh, only lives in shadow. So in the daytime, you're okay mostly. Um, this thing's kind of creepy, man. It has teeth and shit and can crawl up walls. <clears throat> you only see it in shadow. And only certain people see it when they want to. It only attacks you if you know it's real. Um, so yeah, I don't know, guys. The Boogeyman. Is he cool? Yeah. Boogeyman, let me see what I'm looking at here. Uh, Boogeyman. What, it's not even on here? Come on, guys. Maybe it's the Boogeyman. But either way, it's a throwaway movie. It's another throwaway movie of 20... Uh, 2023. Uh, it came out, you know, midsummer, in between all the big ones. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah. So if you're looking for an okay movie, guys, check out the Boogeyman. Two to five air holes, two to five aisles, two to five eaten bodies. Boogeyman. Uh, two to five eaten bodies. If you're looking for old school shit. Okay, now let's do top five movies and we'll get out of here. Damn it. Where'd it go? All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Let's go. Top five movies 2023. Three. Three. Of. What is it? June? Top five movies of May. May, Jesus. <clears throat> Top five movies of May. May, May, May. Number five, Blackberry. Number four, The Machine. Number three, Fastin. Number two, Dungeons and Dragons. And number one, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, guys. Come on. GG3 and Worst Movies. Number five, Wrath of Becky. Number four, The Boogeyman. Number three, The Mother. Number two, Ghosted. Number one, Hypnotic. May wasn't that great, guys. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was good. But other than that, I don't know, man. This thing is like, mm. You ready for some quick news before we bail? Yeah, hold on. It wasn't that great, guys.
Okay, go. All right. <clears throat> Ted Kaczynski, a.k.a. the Unabomber, dead at 81. <gasps> died in Colorado Supermax. Well, explosive news. Ted Kaczynski. Yes. Ted Kaczynski dead. Kim Jong-un has fucking issued a stop committing suicide order to North Korean citizens. Apparently, North Korean citizens are fucking committing suicide left and right. And I don't fucking know why. I mean, fucking the Hermit Kingdom, one of the greatest places on Earth, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll go there on my and next for vacation. Those of you folks that fucking are big fucking Trump fans and think uh, the possibility that he's going to run for president again and make America great, I wouldn't bet on it. Trump is going to appear in federal court in the state of Florida on Tuesday for seven charges against him, 37 count felony indictment related to the mishandling of classified documents. So. If you want to see Trump rally and all that fun shit, you might want to fucking do it now because it ain't going to be long. They are going after this man, and this man has definitely fucked up. <clears throat> I have no idea what's going on with that. He'll be um, fine. He'll be fine. Don't worry about him. Is well, he, he's going to he's gonna brush it off. I could care less. I know, but I'm just saying he's, he's going to brush it off. Be like, don't worry, please, no. please. I guess you, I guess you didn't hear about the part where I said thirty-seven count indictment. Oh please, they can do okay. thirty-seven whatevers. Okay, okay. they okay. can do whatevers. <clears throat> I still say, I still say, not that I want it. He will be president in twenty twenty-four. Not that I want it. I sincerely fucking doubt it, and if he does win. Holy shit, I am going to be, I will be shocked. I literally will be more shocked than the first time he won. And I was working at the local Fox affiliate as a sound technician <clears throat> when it was announced that he was the president. And I was like, no fucking way. I was listening to, uh, um, I was listening to the uh, uh, End of the World podcast with tons of comedians at the comedy store when it was announced. And that was hilarious. <clears throat> um, uh, in other news, <clears throat> so Texas, state of Texas news, our soon-to-be disgraced and former attorney general Ken Paxton is facing seven felony accounts ranging from stealing to falsifying to all kinds of other fun shit. So that'll be interesting to watch. And that's the news for this week. Oh, nice. And they're gonna, another news, they're going to have Crackoon. Not Cocaine Bear, not Cocaine Shark, but Crackoon is coming out, guys. Um, let's see. On the subject of entertainment news, apparently the press secretary, or whatever the fuck you want to call him, I don't know, I, I think that's all wrong, but her, the representative for Jamie Foxx has actually had to come out and say, no, the vaccine, the COVID vaccine has nothing to do with his health issues at the moment. But it, the, the representative for him actually had to come out and say, no, the COVID vaccine didn't have anything to do with his <clears throat> present. I want to hear it from Jamie Foxx's mouth. You ain't going to hear shit out of him. Not, not too well. 
I want to hear it from Jamie Foxx's mouth, not from a representative. There's been so much weird shit going on with that guy. It's like, yeah, they're just, I don't know what's going on. That's all I know. It's nothing. You know what I mean? I, you know, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny or anything. I'm being dead honest. One of the things that I suspected is perhaps he has full-blown AIDS. <laughs> what? I'm serious. What if he has full-blown AIDS and they just don't want to fucking say anything? FBA? He's going to be easy E? No. May what? No, I think no, I think no. They I don't think they It happened to Easy E. There's all kinds of speculation. I just truly believe Easy E was out there fucking all them hoes, man. I really do believe that. Or or, or do you believe the Suge Knight gave it to him? No. I know, I know. <laughs> no. Not for one second. I don't believe that. No, dude. I don't nope. Nope. I believe that was him just trying to sound like He's some kind of like evil motherfucker because put it this way, all the evil shit he really did do that. People are like that motherfucker did that shit. He's like, man, I never did no shit like that. That's just a bunch of lies. <clears throat> One of the motherfuckers that he did it to like, yeah, that motherfucker threw me through a great glass window. Yeah. That motherfucker beat the shit out of me for parking in his parking space. But then he's like, I never did no shit like that. So in other words, he then, um, little things like that. Why would he admit to full on, <clears throat> you know, anything having anything to do with someone's murder? You know what that's I mean? true. Speaking of rappers, guys, Fifty Cent, Megan Fox team up with Sylvester Stallone, the Action Packed Expendables Four. Come on, Action Packed Expendables Four trailer. It's pretty hilarious. Fifty Cent from Blood and Sand, basically, that's his character. It's like, what's up, motherfucker? He's basically dressed like he normally does. So it's basically Ice T is Ice T, Fifty Cent is Fifty Cent. Like they don't break character. That's just who they are. Yeah, Fifty Cent's like I'll fucking kill you, motherfucker. Like come on, man, nah, motherfucker. These guns better be really loaded. Here we go. We're directing. Uh, let's see another one. Fast and the Furious. Tyrese Gibson says Hollywood is trying to normalize the devil. He's like, God damn it, I need attention. Oh, what's wrong, Tyrese? Did Tyrese have a role in the new fucking Fast and Furious? He did. He did, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Tyrese also went off on, uh, who was it? Oh, oh, Vlad. From Vlad TV. I don't know who that is. Trying to act, always trying to exploit black people. It's like, hold on, Tyrese. What the fuck has all the fucking hip-hop publications... You know, hip-hop publications have blamed themselves now, in hindsight, for all of the East Coast, West Coast fucking beef. Because they know that they were damn well just as responsible for the East Coast, West Coast beef bullshit from the 90s as any other publication. That's true. Okay, here we go, guys. All right, Dan. Uh, Chris Miller says this is the end of the trilogy after this one. And, uh, oh, the, uh, Captain America Brave New World instead of, um, New World Order is the new, uh, title. I think that's about it, guys. Hold on. No, we won't go on that, on that. Uh, so what else you got? That's it? Oh, we got a couple movies down. It's my anniversary, so I gotta go. 
Happy anniversary to you and yours. Yep, and hang out with the wife. We're going to go to Santa Cruz. And uh, I'll go get stoned by the beach. That's Santa Cruz. That's what I'm going to do is Christy and I are going to fly out to S or uh, out to San Jose. And then we'll just meet up in Santa Cruz. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Check out all the um, erosion from the big storms we had. That's what what my plan is. Don't drive off the road. And I don't mean you're driving. I mean the road going out from under your ass. (laughs) Okay, guys. What? I will. Okay, guys. Until next week. Uh, Peace in the Middle East. Bye. Bye.